Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, thank you. We are back. We are back in the church for another exciting, dynamic episode. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Well, God is just meeting us um, by his spirit and by his might and surely by his power. And so I'm just ecstatic that, amen, that we are here once again Amen. I'm ready to be about God's business so that he, amen, can pour out into our lives. Amen. For such a time as this. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So um, God has definitely put together um, tonight for us people of God a, a dynamic episode. We have a, phen- a phenomenal guest with us um, in the church on tonight. And I, I'm, I'm going to let her say um, hi to you guys in a moment, in a moment, in a moment. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So while you are, 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 are waiting to hear who this phenomenal woman of God is, what I would like for you to do is Go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms so that those that you know can get in on this dynamic conversation. We are getting ready to deal with reclaiming, amen, and recovering in the church, amen, in the name of Jesus. So it's definitely about to be two hours of power, amen, Um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. You know somebody at the enemy don't came in and and stole some things, amen, Um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Just get them in on the church on tonight because they're getting ready to be um, enlightened and educated and empowered, amen, and employed to go and recover and reclaim that in which has been stolen from them, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus, um, hallelujah, of glory be unto God in this place, amen, amen, and amen. Tonight in the church, I'm with us, um, dynamic people of God, we do have um, with us, we have with us a dynamic woman, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina. We have, I'm sorry, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't put you in North Carolina. Amen, glory to God. But we have Minister Mache Burks with us. We have this prophetess in the house on um tonight. So, woman of God, can you just say hey to the audience? Um, amen briefly. Hello, God bless you all. 
Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to learn just a little bit more about her, but you guys know we got a firsthand of uh, God's business. We got to go to the throne of grace. Amen. And once we get to the throne of grace, we're going to jump in, get a little bit more information about this dynamic woman of God. And then we're going to begin to talk about uh, recovery and reclaiming. Amen. Um, in the church, it's time to recover. It's, it's time to recover, amen, um, from the hurt, the pain, the anger, the disappointment, the shame, amen. It's time to recover from the divorce. It's time to recover from the domestic violence, abuse, from the rape. And it's just a time to recover from unemployment, a time to recover, amen, from bankruptcy, a time to recover from sickness. It is just a time to recover, amen, Um, in the name of Jesus, um, glory to God and we serve a God that is absolutely awesome and absolutely amazing. Amen. Glory to God. And that has the power. Amen. Um, glory to God so that you may recover from everything that, that has been lost in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Everything that um, the enemy has stolen. Glory to God. And one of the things I love about God when he comes and he recovers. Amen. He gives you greater my Jesus, uh, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go to the throne of grace. Oh, gracious Father, we come into this place and we magnify you. We lift you up on high because you are the king of glory. You are amazing, God. You're absolutely wonderful and you're faithful in absolutely everything that you do. Oh, gracious king, as we enter into this broadcast on tonight, we place it into your hands. We commit it over to you so that you may have your way. Oh, God, that you may speak with our mouths, oh, God, as you give us your thoughts, oh, gracious King, so that words of activation and penetration can, Lord God, transform atmospheres and rearrange the, the minds and the thoughts of men that they will come and align up with your very word in the majestic name of Jesus that words of power oh God will hit the core of the earth father and Lord God that it will begin to go forth through, throughout the world oh God and begin to impact the lives of nations in the majestic name of Jesus oh holy one of Israel we thank you for the privilege and the honor oh God to be vessels that you would use in the church on tonight to encourage your people, to empower your people, to bring forth instructions, oh God, and correction, oh God, in our lives, oh God, that we may, oh God, Lord God, rise up, oh God, in purpose and begin to advance, oh God, into destiny and to the very things in which you have called forth in our lives. Almighty King of Israel, we thank you for strongholds breaking on tonight, shackles breaking on tonight oh god in the name of jesus we thank you oh god for broken walls being repaired on tonight god in the majestic name of jesus we thank you lord in the name of jesus that on tonight oh god that your children father oh god will recover oh god that they'll be able to reclaim oh god that in which you have promised that in which you have given oh god unto your dear beloved oh gracious king have your way in this place as you reign and rule and abide 
on us, oh God, on tonight. Have your way. Speak to your people, oh God, that give them the answers that they've been looking for. Give them the answers, oh God, in which they need, oh God, for such a time as this so that you can be glorified in the land oh god and lord god will forever give you glory lord god and forever give you the praise and it is in the majestic name of jesus that we have prayed amen amen and amen hallelujah to god be the glory thank you jesus to copy the glory. Amen, amen, and amen. I want to introduce our guest to you guys on tonight. She met her best friend um, when she was only nine years old in church. And they remained close until the age of 22 when they got married. They are the parents of four children, three girls and one boy. She is a worshiper. She's a worship leader, a lover of music, and a musician of four instruments. She plays the drums, the violin, the viola, and the cello. She is an entrepreneur and has been blessed to operate and own Three businesses, Impacted Heart, which provide health care to the elderly and disabled community. Impact Accessories, which is a business that complement the beauty of women through paparazzi accessories. And Impact Mug, which is a business that custom and personalized mugs and wine glasses. As the daughter of a bishop and pastor, she experienced many hardships such as being sexually abused and molested, but God has always been her keeper. After four attempts, he finally blessed her to Publish her first book, Forgive to Heal and Be Made Whole. And her second book, Pain is Not the End. Through both books, the Holy Spirit ministers to the readers pain and any unforgiveness through God's word. As a child, God was positioning her to meet other little girls dealing with the same pain and hurt while she was yet in hers. God is truly a keeper, she says. He sees and knows your purpose even when you can't or don't. As a woman of God. She now enjoys encouraging and uplifting God's people through service. She's learned that every storm has a rainbow. And once you get through the pain, you'll learn how to appreciate it. 
at this time, people of God, I want to, amen. I want to welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast none other than Prophetess Mache Burks, the CEO and founder of Impacted Hearts. Welcome, dynamic woman of God. God bless you. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. God bless you, everyone. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As we get ready to start in, in our conversation um, on tonight, um, Dynamic Woman of God, I'm going to take us here, amen, um, over in the word of truth. Amen. Um, people of God, I'm just going over to um, 1 Samuel, amen, um, chapter 30. And over here in... First Samuel um, chapter 30, you have David, amen, him and his warriors, him and his, um, his army, they went out to fight, amen, and while they were off fighting, the Amalekites, their enemy, their adversary came into their camp, and they stole and, and, and took David's took took their wives, their children, and you know, and plundered their goods and and all of those things. Amen. And so when David got back to the camp, when him and the army got back and when they got there they realized that, you know, their wives was gone, their Amen. Um, their children was gone, and you know, um, they, they had been plundered. The men had came in and stole their stuff, right? And so they, the army was very, very. They got very upset, and you know, they even wanted to, um, to stone David because, you know, um, their family had been taken captive by the, um, the Amalekites. And so one of the things I, I, I love about um, King David, he's he, amen, glory to God. He wasn't accepting that as as their end, amen. And um, David began to pray as the men grieved about their sons, their daughters, and their, their wives and um, in, in a great um, distress and desiring to kill um, King David, he he went and he asked for his ephi and he went into a prayer. And while he was in prayer, he even asked God, you know, he asked God, you know, can I pursue the troops? Shall I overtake them? And, and God answered him and he said, pursue for you shall surely overcome them. And without fail, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, recover all, amen, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. And so, um, people of God, amen, we serve a God of restoration who desire, amen, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, who will recover us, amen, from the things in which we have lost. I know personally for myself, when when I lose something, 
something break or whatever i don't get upset i'll be like man thank you lord amen glory to god thank you jesus because that be my recovery moment that be my okay lord you can ready to upgrade me in this thing you you want better for me amen um hallelujah thank you jesus we know that it was job he got double amen uh they got doubled him Amen. Gave him double for the things that he had lost. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So he, he was granted more. So, woman of God, I, let's just hear. I'm going to hear from you tonight about this reclaiming and recovering. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Recovering and reclaiming in the church. So, one of the first ways that God dealt with me on being able to recover and then to reclaim is by acknowledging our truth in the matter. You know, a lot of times, as men and women of God, we deal with things, and instead of dealing with it in the spiritual aspect with God, we'll try to deal with those things in the worldly aspect, what we're used to, doing people how they do us, or or feeling those feelings and acting out of them. But... When something happens in our life, it's either to show us something or for us to learn something, either about the person we're connected to or for ourselves. And so in recovering, I, um, the Holy Spirit has blessed me to understand forgiveness. In recovering, be it if I forgive someone else, forgive myself in the situation. Um, just being able to recover by forgiving, and a lot of people feel like you have to have an apology in order to forgive, but you do not need, when you have God on your side, you do not need that apology to move forward. It is something that God gives you the wisdom and the insight on to be able to move forward. And something that he allowed me to understand was the healing process is uh moving on is letting go, but the being whole is being able to move forward. And so in recovering, God wants us all to recover. He does not want our pain to stop us. He does not want anything that has broken to stop us. It is all meant for our good. It is all meant to build us up. It's meant to strengthen us. It's meant to help us in our endurance in this race along this journey. But when he comes to change our mindset, and our mindset then allows us to be able to look at the situation differently. As you said, when something breaks, you start giving God a praise because you understand that there's something better coming along for me. And so in recovering, I had to realize that, God, this is something that is here. Nothing happens that you don't allow. So everything that happens in my life, you know, every hair on my head, you know me by name. Glory to God. So it's meant for me. You allowed this to happen just like you allowed for Job to go through. You said, try my faithful servant. You allow for certain things to happen in my life so it doesn't come to take me out. Even if it, it hurts me, even if it is painful for me to experience, it comes to build something. It is a pruning process that that God is allowing for me to be able to endure for something greater to come along. So when those individuals come along and they hurt us, or when something happens in our life, when something tries to tear us down, or even when our world is just thrown up into the air, because of God's precious and mighty Holy Spirit, I'm able to move forward. I'm able to, to see God 
in my situation and not just see my situation. And understanding um, one of the scriptures that is uh, became a foundation whenever things were hitting me, whenever things were going on, and especially when, you know, humans were involved because humans are flawed. You can't expect people to uh, be perfect. And so one of the scriptures that he blessed me with was Matthew 6 and 14 and lets us know that if you, if you forgive those that sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Heavenly Father will not forgive you. He can't. He, he won't forgive me. So I have to learn how to move forward, whether I get an apology or not, whether they mean it or not, whether they're sorry or not, whether I, uh, I can't control anybody else. So whether it's going to, if they can, if they're not saved, if they're not rooted in God, then it's a possibility that they're going to repeat the same cycle. But because God means for us to have wisdom, to get understanding, I understand that, God, I have to do this because I have to move forward. It's my first step in recovering, recovering from the damage, recovering from the hurt. Once I forgive, then you can forgive me because I play a part. You can forgive me and I can begin to move forward. Then I can start the process of reclaiming now, reclaiming my identity, reclaiming who I was, who I am, because now I'm stronger than what I was. Now that I've been through that process, I'm better. I'm wiser. The enemy can't trick me with the same trick anymore. So my first step of recovery was forgiveness. And that started the process of healing, being made whole, and then reclaiming that that God has meant for me. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, you said so many powerful things, um, prophetess. Um, on tonight so I want to you to clear up some things here because many a times we don't um, what I'm what I've learned is that you know we say forgive right or we say that I forgive you but um, we don't really know what that process looks like because our people say well I forgive this person but man you say something about them around them something rile up on the inside of them you know, um, or they can't say nothing nice about, you know, the person or a man or, you know, they can't, it's just nothing good, um, come about on the inside of them when this person's a mention or this person come in the room or anything of that nature. So let's talk about what does the forgiving process really looks like? Awesome, awesome question, the forgiving process. Okay, I'll give you an awesome example of an experience that I had um, along my journey. So having my first child, I did not want to bring my first child into this world holding any grudges because as a woman, as a mother, you never know what you're going to experience once you're in the hospital. And so if anything happened, I didn't want my heart to be hardened. And so I went to the person that abused me, and I, I said, you know what? Um before I have this baby, I want to forgive you. And I forgive you. I forgive you for hurting me. I forgive you for what you did to me. And we hugged it out, and that was it. But I realized that, like you said, those were words. I still walked in the room. My hair still stood up. If they walked into that same room, don't say anything, because if they said anything weird or started asking me too many questions, I could feel my adrenaline rush. Um, I still found myself looking to make sure that 
you know, they weren't looking or checking myself, checking my clothes. And I did not, I said I forgave them, but really in my heart, my heart did not forgive them. And so it is a matter of people saying it and then not actually doing it. It wasn't until the Holy Spirit actually dealt with me. And in that, it became a conversation, not just me saying I forgive you. It became a conversation to actually deal with the problem, to actually go and have a conversation to say, hurt people hurt people. So what happened to you? What happened? Understanding that it wasn't an individual, it was a spirit. And like I said, once you get with God and God starts dealing with those feelings you carry, God starts dealing with those emotions, and you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you on what happened, that that was a spirit that you were dealing with. It, you know, not killing the person, but defeating the spirit. Then I started, then God really started to transform my heart, and I started to understand better the forgiveness. One thing that I had to realize was it's not, God wants us to forgive and forget. Now, understand when I say forgive and forget, I don't mean you're going to forget what happened to you and what they did. No, that's your testimony. You're never going to forget that. But imagine if you asked God to forgive you, but he always remembered your last sin. Well, God, forgive me. I need you to bless me. I need this, this, my rent paid. And I, God, could you do this for me? He's like, okay, but you want me to forgive you? You remember how you talked to her? Do you remember what you said to her? Like if God remembered, he said when he forgives us, he throws them to the sea of forgiveness. So when, if you remembered, if he remembered everything, we would be lost because we could ask for it, but then he would remember, well, you heard how you did so-and-so. You remember you ain't hold the door for her and you was talking about her. Like, he would remember it, and it would hold weight in our request. So when forgiving that person, it was more than just me saying I forgave them. It was going through the steps of recovering, going through the steps of recovering. Okay, God, taking this matter to God, not just leaving it in my hands or then going to talk about it to somebody else, and sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so, it was falling on my face and taking it to God. God created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I forgive this person. And I ask, well, God, forgive me. I forgive them. And now help me to deal with this thing. And what God is going to do is he's going to deal with you on it. And that's something that a lot of people don't want to do. They just want to forgive and forget and leave it alone. But a, a familiar smell can bring it back. Like you said, them walking in the room can bring it back. God wants you, he wants to give you that new strength, how he renews your strength. He wants to give you the strength and his sufficient and wonderful grace to be able to deal with it. So when your words say, I forgive you, I forgive you. You can ask me for anything. If you need me, I'm right there. You call me and I'm going to answer my phone. I'm not going to decline the call or act like I didn't see you calling me. I'm going to respond in a loving way because God is love. He's going to, he's going to mend that wound so I can move forward. And act. and that's what happened. That's what literally happened. I, it took me, I forget, I said, I forgave you. And it wasn't until about six or seven years later where I actually started feeling and going through the process of forgiving that individual. It was a process. It's more than just words. 
I, I love that you said it's a process. Um, it's it's a process, and and everybody process looks different. I've However, we got to be willing to go through the process. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, un unforgiveness. I mean, first of all, forgiveness isn't for the person; it's for us, so that we'll no longer be bound, we'll no longer be chained and, and held hostage um, and, and held hostage from the pain, the hurt, uh, the disappointment, the shame, whatever it was that was that was brought upon you, that was brought upon you. Um, you said something else and, and, and it, it just um, came into my mindset as something that we deal with when we deal with deliverance and mm -hmm. we deal with um we deal with breaking the agreement in our memory systems in our memory systems our main systems our heart our mind and our lawn but breaking that agreement that we've have eternally with the occurrence the pain or the hurt and things of that nature um, where um, in our memory system, we bring it in a place where we continue to recall if it's mm -hmm. in our memory system from that we continue to, we recall it, we recall it, we replay it, we rewind it and we go back through it all over again. And so that initial pain, we never leave from that uh, initial pain and, and we live in a state of, um, arrested development right right um That's because right. of that and so um we have to forgive to grow up mm -hmm. <laughs> to forgive to mature from the things in which uh, we have acquired um dynamic um people of god and in addition you talked about um if if i want god to forgive me and i do stuff to god uh, all my life, I've done stuff to God, mm -hmm. and yeah. um, and but I want Him to forgive me for every every time um, that I do something. You know, God, I just want You to forgive me for it. And so we gotta have that same leniency when it comes to other people. Right. That that same leniency. We gotta desire the same love and um, forgiveness that God wants. Um, that we want from God, we got to give that same to somebody else. Amen. We got to grant that same um, level of love and amen, that same level of forgiveness into in the life of other people um, as amen. well. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So you gave us step one. I'm looking forward to hearing step two, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, we're hearing step two here. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. In the recovering and the reclaim. But before we go there, dynamic people of God, we do want to take a, a break, right? Amen. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. On tonight, you guys, we are definitely having an awesome time in the church. We're getting ready to take a break. We are dealing with reclaiming and um, recovering and reclaiming um, in the church. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We will be right back in Jesus' name. Go ahead and share. 
this broadcast in your circle of influence, amen, on your social media platforms and your different groups and things of that nature so that those that you know, that they would learn the steps on how to recover and reclaim in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Thank you, Jesus. I am one of the redeemed. Not of any good that I have done or ever will do. I fall short each and every day. Your love for me way back on Calvary paid the price for me. You kept your hand on me when I tried to break free. I am redeemed from the hand of my enemy. Lord, I thank you for sending your own Redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. What a mighty God I serve. As I look around, I see blessings overflowing. New mercy, new grace. Each and every Speak your name, a love that overwhelms me. You died and rose to save a sinner like me. I am redeemed from the hand of my enemy. Lord, I thank you for sending your own, your only son, for saving a wretch like me. You gave me life abundantly. My mountain high, my mountain high, my valley low. You've done so much for me, you didn't have to do it, Lord. Lord, I'm so glad you did. I am redeemed from the hand of my enemy. Psalms 107, verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he has redeemed from the hand of my enemy. I've been given. I've been given this because of the blood. Because of the blood. No rock will cry out in my place. Let the redeemed say, I've been given this new life. 
see that the Lord is good as he heal you, amen, from your brokenness, as he restore you, amen, I'm back into a state of wholeness, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God, hallelujah, as you encounter him in a greater place, amen, in your very life, dynamic people of God, it's time, it's time to recover, it's time to reclaim your promise, your purpose, your destiny, your visions, your goals, the things in which God has called forth in your life and for your life. Amen. Dynamic people of God, we just bless God for each and every last one of you. And we're thanking you for joining us in the church on tonight. Amen. Well, God has definitely put together an awesome episode for you. I want to thank each of you for sharing this platform. Amen. This broadcast on your social media platforms, emailing and texting it out. Amen. All over the world in the name of Jesus. After our next break, we will do our kingdom shout out. We will shout out the five top countries. Amen. Um, Glory to God that's in the church with us on today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. So let uh, me and prophetess Burks get back into this dynamic conversation on recovering and reclaiming in the church. Amen. In Jesus name. I'm dynamic woman of God. You gave us before we um, left off when we was in the other episode, you told us that um, we had to first acknowledge the issue. After we acknowledge the issue that, amen, we have to forgive, whether it's forgive ourselves or whether it's to forgive others. But we have to forgive. You even gave us your foundational scripture that helped you through your process, Matthew 6 and 14. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory to God. So I'm interested to, to hear uh, our next step, dynamic woman of God, in recovering and reclaiming in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So once you acknowledge the pain and then you go to the Father, and like I said, during the process of me falling on my face, just ask God to create in me a clean heart, renew a spirit within me. The Holy Spirit, our comforter, our, our teacher, awesome and powerful Holy Spirit, it, he, uh, God left us help. We are not out here by ourselves. We are not out here alone. So the Holy Spirit equips you to be able to confront the issue and deal with it and, and deal with it in love and deal with it in God. So, um, being in God and being able to do that allows you to open the conversation. No one just wait. First of all, God did not create bad people. And that's something that my pastor, uh, Pastor Cheryl Burke had, of Ambassador of Integrity had to really let me know and teach me because I was just, you know, under the impression that, oh, they're just, they're not no good. But that, God, God died for all people. He died for everyone. And so, he did not create bad individuals and hurt people, hurt people. And they didn't just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to hurt you. I'm just out to get you. Something happened to them. 
And the Holy Spirit gives you the strength because you have to remember when Jesus sent out his disciples, he gave them power to conquer and, and um, to overpower spirits, to pull out spirits, to defeat those spirits. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. And so you're able to use all those tools when you operate in the Holy Spirit to be able to go back, just like Moses did when God sent him back. Moses was in the clear. After he had left Egypt, he had seen some things with his eyes. He had killed the, the soldier. He'd left. He didn't start his family. He was married and had children. But God said, go back. I've heard the cries of my people. And so once God gives us the authority and the power to be able to go back, moving from another state does not mean you're healed. Uh, they pass away. You're no longer around that individual. You didn't get your cutoff season. You're still dealing with it. Someone brings it to your face or you have an individual that God wants you to minister to and you have not been able to minister to yourself on the issue. You're still dealing with it. And so God gives us the power to go back. And so my next step after identifying it, being clear with God, what I need. God, I need a clean heart. This one is tore up. I need a right spirit because I keep contemplate some things that I know ain't godly. I need a right spirit, God. I started making my declaration clear with God. This is what I need. This is what's going on in my mind. Not being false with God because he knows us. So being real with God, being open with God. When you're real with God and open with God in your declaration of what you need, what bothers you, what you're scared of, what you're scared of happening again. When you're real with God, he can in turn take that realness because he deals in spirit and in truth, when he we're real with God and not the person we're pretending to be or faking to be, then we can go back. And in going back, the Holy Spirit gives you that boldness of God to be able to ask what happened. And I was amazed because initially when most people contemplate their meetup with their uh, opposer or the person that wronged them, God says that we must pray for our enemies. And so when you meet them, in your mind, sometimes the last thing you think about is praying. You have your choice words you want to say, your feelings and emotions. Sometimes there are even actions that you contemplate on. But when the Holy Spirit is involved, my God, you're able to see God move. And when you inquire what happened, when you inquire from understanding that hurt people, hurt people, I promise you, their story does not look like your story. Their hurt does not look like your hurt. And that's one thing I had to understand. Their hurt was worse than my hurt. I couldn't imagine what they did to me. It made me upset. It made me angry. It made me downright just want to die. I remember the suicidal letters. But then listening to their story, it just brought tears to my eyes to realize how much God really is a keeper. You sit here and you, you grieve in your past and in your pain until you hear somebody else's and how that spirit manipulated them to making them think that hurting you was the solution, that hurting you was the answer to the problem, that hurting you was their escape, and it wasn't. And so it, the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to see that spirit that God gave us the power to defeat, that God gave us the power to be able to rebuke and bind and cast out. If you're you have to have you have to have the strength of God because he says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You have to go through Christ 
in order to get that strength. And when you get that strength, it gives you that power to be able to go to that spirit, confront it, and to be able to understand, to pull that person out of that. Because no person wants to be bound. But the spirit will have that person bound. And you'll be amazed at how releasing them releases you. You'll be amazed at how having a mindset having your mindset to say, I'm going to be free regardless. This is not going to have me bound. God, I want my freedom. Well, God says, here's your freedom. Go for it. You can't be timid. You can't be scared because you have the whole army of God behind you fighting that that you see and fighting that that you don't see. So when you go there, you can go with the boldness of God, not in your feelings, not in your emotions, but in the authority and the boldness of God to say, what happened? I forgive you. Now, what happened to you? And you'll be amazed at how many chains are let go. Because a lot of people who hurt, they don't get asked that question. They just get cut off. They just get thrown away. But God gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Now, I can deal with this because God has equipped me with the grace that's sufficient enough to deal with what I'm going through. But now let me extend that love to you and ask you, What's what happened? What 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 made you do that? Who hurt you? Well, my exact words, who hurt you? And those were not that's not what I wanted to say. But it was the Holy Spirit that said, mm-hmm. You're not gonna do this in your feelings or emotions. If you want this done, then you gotta let God do it. And that means to put your feelings and your emotions aside because God didn't forget about them. He's gonna handle all that, but he's gonna do it his way because it's not just you. <laughs> and so glory be to God it was it was just it, it's going to that's the next step once once God gives you that reassurance and God gives you that bonus and you feel the Holy Spirit working in you God will let you know when to go back he let Moses know when to go back and even though Moses gave him every excuse in the book on why he could not go back and why he shouldn't you're the person for the job this is your testimony. This is your strength. This is what we've been building you up for. You finally out of that place now. Now go back and get people. We're to draw men to God. And so we never see how that journey is. He doesn't give us the whole picture. But you got to work with the picture that you got in order for it to be completed. Hey Amen. I love that. You got to go with the picture. Start with the picture that you have. <laughs> Get what you got so you can go where you need to go so that you can complete the picture. Amen. I I absolutely love that, Um, prophetess. Amen. Um, In the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God. Um, You said um, quite quite a a bit of things, Um, dynamic woman of God. I was here, and as I was listening to you, and you were talking about, you know, that forgiveness and asking God to just like creating you a clean heart um, and everything. And, you know, I remember when God taught me about forgiveness, you know, he taught me I'm from a place of forgiving when the when no one um, come and give you an apology. That's right. right. When they can't give you an apology, he he, he turned it on that way um, with me. And I was called probably under two years in the ministry, walking in my call. And 
um, my violator, my abuser died. And um, mm -hmm. when this, when his daughter came to me, they said, they asked me, was there anybody that can do the eulogy? And God placed it, you in my heart. And when she said it, I knew that was, because I, 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 I knew God and amen. And, and I knew when she said it, I was like, I know he did it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a struggle. I, I was just be honest. I struggled for a week. <laughs> I went to my <laughs> pastor, and this was my first eulogy as well. And so I went to my pastor. You know, I was trying to get out of it. I, I went to my pastor, and I was like, Pastor, you know, I never done a eulogy before. And so, um, can you just come and do this one, and then I can watch you, and you know, then I I'll be good for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh no, you do good. He was like, no, you'll do great. He'll he got some pointers and he gave me some pointers and everything. And I was like, you know, and I, and I never told him, you know, I never told him the story behind, you know, um, anything or what have you because I wasn't free yet. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember, like I said, going through that week. And it was like, oh, this your time to get back and, you know, whatever. And, and, man, and God was like, and God, Spirit of Truth, the whole Spirit just ministering to me, you know, even during that whole time. No, this is your time to get healed. This is your time mm -hmm. to get set free. This is this is not about you. <laughs> this is about um, being able to stand up in the power of God. And forgive those who cannot, for those who, forgive others who have done you wrong. And even mm -hmm. the one who've done you wrong who can't even ask for the, um, for you to apologize. Or you can't even go to and say, I forgive you. He said, but mm -hmm. what you do in that moment would dictate and say and, 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 um, and bring forth where your heart really is. Amen. Okay. And so... Um, even all the way to, I took the platform, literally, literally, um, when I received my breakthrough, amen, of, mm. of forgiving, of forgiveness, amen, it was literally the moment that I stood at the platform, amen, and I surrendered to God, mm -hmm. I, I surrendered amen. to God. Amen. And and I, I got my moment. I got my breakthrough moment right then and, and right there. And so it, it takes a, um, a, a a mindset, a heart of humility. Amen. Um, it, it takes humility, um, a surrendering under the hand of God and under the word of God and being obedient um, unto the Amen. Lord. Amen. I'm glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As this one thing, um, woman of God, amen. You know, sometimes we, you know, we go to God and we ask God stuff, amen. And um, we ask him stuff and sometimes we just hope he responds in our way, the way we want to hear it mm -hmm. or the way we think it should happen. And he will say stuff that is just totally contrary to what our thoughts would have been. And, um, and many times we rebel. We don't want to receive what it is that God is saying. Because we're just like, no way. 
no way (laughs) we can't and so I I have to tell people look when you go to God don't go with your own answer Mm -hmm. go free so that when I really say created me a clean heart I'm open for my heart to be clean Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm open. Amen. Um to forgive. Amen. I'm 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 open to let it go. Amen. Um in the name of Jesus, glory to God. And and you said, look, we gotta go through Christ. Mm-hmm. You said the, the the Holy Spirit you said we gotta go you gotta go through Christ in order um for you to have the deliverance that you need to recover. Because he is the only one that has the power, amen, has the power to heal and, and set free, amen, and, and deliver. And I love it, go through Christ. And so we have to, sometimes people of God, amen, we got to, amen, we got to stop trying to circumvent the matter. You know, we want to go through the back door. That's right. right. You know, it's the thief that go through the back door. So no, we gotta go through him. Amen. He's the truth, the way, and light. And so if we're going to uh get to the Father, look, we gotta go through him. He is the access. And so with, without mm-hmm. him being the access, amen. Um, glory to God, we won't we're not able to get what it is that we need. He died. He he died. He died, amen, on, on Calvary. And and he redeemed us, amen, so that we can have access to the Father. But he redeemed us so that um, we can, she talked about having the power. He He redeemed us so now as, as children of God, we can walk in the power of the authority and the dominion that God has given unto us to the righteousness. Amen. It's walking and operating in the righteousness of Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. Amen. Your power, my God, hallelujah, thank you. It 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 is um predicated on your humility. On the humility. Mm-hmm. Amen. And 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 I just want to say this because sometimes we think it's you know it's cowardly to forgive right or even to go that's on the flip side to to go and apologize Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but that's really a place of courage that's Mm -hmm. really a place of strength that's that shows maturity that shows maturity amen i'm glory to god in 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 order to and to grow in Christ mean we have to mature, amen, in Christ. And when we are holding on to the baggage of our past, the baggage mm-hmm. of our past, it always hinders us from advancing in our future, dynamic That's people right. of God. And we can look at the first king of Israel, Saul, and we can see that happened to him. Amen. He never thought he was qualified, amen, um, to be king because of the way he viewed himself, the baggage that that he carried. You know, they was the smallest clan and, you know, from their clan, they're the smallest family. And, you know, he had so many different reasons to Samuel on. He could have not been talking to him 
about being king. And even when they got ready to anoint him as king, guess what? They they had to search for him, and God was like, he's behind the baggage. Amen. And they had to go get him from behind the baggage to come and be anointed as king. But it followed him in his kingship. That 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 insecurity and everything is followed him in his kingship that when God gave him direct instructions, he was mm-hmm. more afraid of the people than he was of God. And, and and you have to say, you have to begin to think about well, what made him so afraid. Look, he wanted to please the people. Mm-hmm. Because he never felt a hundred percent sure about himself as being king. And so if he pleased the people, then he felt that, okay, they'll continue to follow me. And and it caused him to lose the kingdom. It caused him to, to for God, it caused him, amen, the power that God had given unto him. He became officially a powerless king. When God rejected yeah. him. God rejected him because he rejected God. And see, That's we right. reject God. Amen. Um, glory to God. When we are walking around holding on to all the things, amen, that we have been through. Amen. Because why? We deny his power. We deny his power. And so we're parading around in our form of godliness but denying the power of god to heal deliver set us free to reclaim our joy to reclaim and recover love and peace and hope and my lord and the list can go on i'm I'm getting excited i'm about to go into the preach but i'm gonna give it over to you woman of god because prophetess hallelujah thank you jesus Amen. Look, I was enjoying it. You, <laughs> I was so enjoying it. I was getting excited myself. God is so good. But yes, by you know, and a lot of people when we get hurt, we do feel like that. We feel like, and I, I tell some of my friends, you say God can do, God can do everything. God can do anything. He can do anything, but you won't give him everything. If he can do anything, and he can. He is all powerful. Then give him everything. People, your hurt, your pain, that that you feel lost in, everything that you know you need to recover from and you need to start reclaiming in. Give him everything and watch God do a mighty work, the work that he started in you. He is so faithful to finish that work and perform it. He knows our expected end. And so whenever we deal with something and we try to recover from it, from our own standpoint or our own mindset, then we want to do people how they do us or take revenge. But the Bible lets us know to never take revenge, to leave that to the righteous anger of God. For his scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. So instead, if your enemy is hungry, you feed them. If they're thirsty, then give them something to drink. In doing so, you keep burning coals of shame on their heads. We got to do it the way that God tells us to do it. As children of God, as citizens of heaven, 
Give it to God and pray. Keep them in your prayer. Keep them in the prayer of mercy. Keep them in the prayer of his grace because God is God all by himself. I always think about God in the book of Ezekiel. God don't play. God is God all by himself. What he wants us to do is love on them, to love that hate out of them, to love that that makes them want to keep going through cycles and going through the pattern. When we know better, we do better. And so if you just keep cutting people off, then who's their example to see better? If you just keep, well, I ain't got to deal with them no more, then if you're the good and you're the child of God, then who are they watching? How are they going to grow? How are they going to see better? Sometimes once you have matured, they're in your life to see God in your life so they can see the glory of God move in your life. They can see better. And then one day as you plant that seed and God waters that seed, they'll start to see the difference in your life. Well, dang, you didn't handle that that way. I know what you went through and you still love them. Yes, because it's the God in me. Because God says that because he forgave me, I must forgive them. He says that. It's not just the Ten Commandments he gives us. He gives us other commands. He says that if I forgive them personally, he said in Luke 17 and 4, he says, even if a person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turn again and ask for forgiveness, you must forgive. You, for, you must forgive. And so it's how I do this thing, not seeking revenge, not seeking to get you back, understanding and this was one example that my awesome pastor Cheryl Burke had given me. And when I say it encouraged me so much, because it's not just, you know, individuals that, you know, walk in everyday life. You have you, people who are hurt in marriages. You have people who are hurt in just regular friendships. And so um, she was telling me about uh, this woman that's been married for years, for years. And she's older than her husband, but her husband decided to step out. He was doing things he should have been doing. And as a woman of God, she remembered who she was. And she remembered what God for her. She stayed true. She remained favor. She remained a good thing. She didn't repay evil with evil. She kept her in, you know, in her, in her prayers. And she remained a good wife. Well, fast forward, he's sick. She's up in age. She's in her 70s. She's in her good health. She's driving his cars. He is bedbound. He gets aides to come to the house. He can't get out. So he can't do for himself. Other people have to do for him. And so you never know how God is going to pay somebody back. You can't do it better than God. You can't. So the best thing for you to do is to make sure you don't get coals poured on your head. Allow God to do how he's going to do it because we realize we don't have a heaven or hell to put people in. We just have to live godly lives and keep going, keep moving, keep putting the pieces, keep picking up the pieces and understanding that the potter can put the clay back together again. I don't care if I'm carrying pieces of myself. The best person for me to give these pieces to is the potter because he's going to make something better than before. He's going to make something I can't make, something that my eyes have never seen and my ears have never heard. He's, he can do the impossible. And so remembering that in recovering, I don't have to be like them. I don't have to carry on the weight of what happened. I can move forward. I used to tell, and it's in um, the book, Pain is Not the End. There's a difference between healing and being made whole. 
healing in re- in recovering and reclaiming who you are in God. Healing is just like when you have a scab on your knee and you fall. You have a scab on your knee, and you, I mean, you fall down and you have an open wound. It's open. It hurts. It's painful, and sometimes it's bleeding. But it starts to heal when the scab starts to form on it. But you notice if you pick at it, that scab comes off and it's open again. Sometimes it's even worse. So when people start to talk about it, when the person walks in the room, when when you're just in your feelings, you have bad dreams, the enemies try to get you with night terrors. You have a bad dream, feeling like you're reliving it all over again. That scab gets picked at. So even though you're healing, the scab can still come off. That's why God wants you to be made whole. So you remember you there was a scar there that I fell. I remember I fell as a child, and it was open, and it had a scar, I had a wound, but I don't have it. I'm not wearing what happened to me. It's not there. The only reason you know is because if I tell you my testimony, but I don't look like what I've been through because I'm not carrying that scar. I'm not carrying that around with me. It's just like the woman with the issue of blood. She was healed when she touched the hem of his garment because she believed he can do it. But she was made whole when she pronounced her truth to God. She was humble. She fell on her face. And she told him, I'm I'm going to touch you. And she told him everything. And he said that the plague has now be healed completely of of your plague. Your faith has made you whole. You can be made whole. And so being made whole is leaving my feelings and my opinions at the door because that's what everybody else's is going to get left at. I need God to do this thing the way he's going to do it. And then applying the wisdom. If you know that that person has not changed and you were hurt by a lie, then don't expect the truth. The Holy Spirit reveals all truth to you. So stop giving them this, this tell me the truth or I give you my secrets and expect you not to go somewhere with them. When God shows you wisdom, take heed to wisdom. If you know that person isn't trustworthy, stop leaving your purse around them. You get what I'm saying? If you know how it is and God has revealed some things to you, then move accordingly. But he always wants us to move accordingly in love the way he says to do it. And understand that it ain't for me. I'm not God. It's not for me to pay you back. It's not for me to pay you It's for me to move accordingly and be a blessing to somebody else so that God continue to, can continue to pour into me. And that I can be that instrument. I can be that tool. But I can't be that if I don't forgive you wholeheartedly. And that's the steps that we have to take. Realizing that revenge is not in my hands. And God gives me the strength that I need to be able to understand that and move forward. So I don't cut people off. I can still be that individual. Jesus didn't cut anyone off. He never cut Judas off. Judas excused himself. But Jesus never cut him off. He said, do what you got to do quickly. But he never cut him off. He never called him out. He, he didn't do that. So Jesus gives this, gives us the example on how to deal with people, even in our camp, that you may not trust or you know does not have your best interest at heart. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That was a, a, a great place, um, dynamic um woman of God for us to just have some conversation on because we we miss it right right there right there 
Amen. You said, you know, Jesus don't cut them off. Jesus didn't cut off Judas. And, you know, many a times that's how we, when we forgive people, or a lot of times we're here and say, okay, just forgive them and cut them off. You ain't got to deal with them no more and things of that nature. Um, and you just never really know or uh, understand that you have really not been freed or set free from what has taken place because we, we use that, you know, you're out of sight, out of mind. But at the same time, you got some things lying on the inside of you that's dormant, but operating in you subconsciously. But, okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs> Blessed be the Amen. name of Jesus tonight. So, but I, I want to deal with that because you said, look, Jesus didn't cut off Judas. Jesus had at his camp, he had the, um, the doubter. He mm -hmm. had the betrayer. Amen. Um, and he had the denier in his camp. And, you know, he knew each and every last one of them. He told them about themselves. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, amen. But he was still able to handle uh, what I would call, what I would say discernment, right? <laughs> but I would call this sermon he was able to handle that so let's just talk about uh, that for a moment um, because we want the oh I forget you cut it off we have the I forget you cut it off syndrome going out out of mm -hmm. sight out of mind so let, let's just talk about just let's deal with this for a moment um, dynamic woman of God before we go over and transition into a, a, another portion in this because we really really gotta get it because people are not recovering and because they ain't recovering they can't reclaim amen and, and this is a broken this is a missing piece and in in that process that are hindering people from recovering and reclaiming we, we're walking around with a lot of falsehood and not walking and operating and living in the truth of god's word mm -hmm. being set free in jesus name i'm gonna give it over to you woman of god <laughs> amen amen it's it was something that I had to understand as well. You can set boundaries. They're healthy. Boundaries are healthy. They are healthy. And they are yours to be able to set and put in place to understand that, no, I don't have to cut you off. I just, God showed me how far to go with you. If I can't confide in you in my secrets, I know you're going to run off and tell somebody to. It's wisdom for me to stop telling you. I have other people that God has, when God, God always puts people in your life for a reason. And so it's not my job to cut you off because God is a good gardener. When he prunes us, he knows who to cut off. He knows who to, I don't want to be a branch that I'm thinking that I'm just good and I'm the branch that gets cut off. Okay. God is a good gardener. So therefore, he knows when to prune me, he knows how to prune me, and in understanding that um, by me producing good fruit, because I want to produce good fruit in my life, I need to produce uh, the fruits of the Spirit in my life, that he knows how to prune people out of my life or in my life as well. So it's not my place or my job to cut me. It's my job to use godly wisdom. So if I know I can't go there with you, then fine. If I know this ain't somebody you necessarily trust, then okay, use that wisdom. This ain't, you know good and darn well he gonna lie. You know this. 
thing, use wisdom and stop putting, uh, let me stop putting myself in a position where I'm expecting the truth. I get the truth so much quicker when I go to God and ask God, God give me discernment. God, give me what I need. Give me understanding. And God will do, I promise you, even when I needed somebody to come to me, God, is something I need to hear. I know what this person is telling me, but there's a missing piece. This is my exact words to God. God, there's a missing piece. I need you. I need something. I, I, it's something I need to hear. God, if you just let my ears hear whatever it is I need to hear, let me hear it so I can move from this place. Because I was in a place of hurt. Let me move from this place. Because then I can think. Then I can function. I can't even make a decision. I can't make a judgment call in this place. So just give me what I need to hear so I can move from this place. And not even five minutes, I was sitting in the car, and they knocked on the window and said, you know what? I did it. It was me. I I'm the one who did that. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I don't know what you put in the spirit, but God, I, I just thank you because you gave me what I needed. Now I can move forward. Now I know what I'm dealing with. And that's what God does when we take it to him, when we stop putting people on a pedestal and expecting something that God already told you. They're not there yet. They're not at that point yet of their deliverance. They're not at that point yet of transition. We all don't get there at the same time. So me expecting just because, well, I know better, you should know better too. Sometimes they don't. Just because you know don't mean that they do. Some people just don't know. That's another quote from my pastor. But some people just don't know. We always say, well, they should have known better. They know better. Some people don't. Some people don't. They don't have the revelation. God didn't bless them with the revelation like he blessed you with it. They've been doing people how they've been, they've been getting away with doing people like that for so long that they're complacent. They're comfortable in it. Nobody ever dealt with them the way that God wants you to deal with them. They are, they're ready for a fight. They're ready for an argument because that's what they expect. But God wants to do a new thing in you. And so you have to understand if he's going to do a new thing in me, he's going to do a new thing in everybody that's connected to me. Because I go to them, they're going to see that new thing. They're going to feel that new thing. They're going to hear that new thing. And they're going to want to ask about it or inquire of it or because Glory be to God. It is the power of God. It is the anointing of God. It can't do nothing but overflow. It's so it's going to touch other people. And so I can't stand in, a, in that mindset of I'm just going to do it this way or that way. No, it's going to touch other people. And so they're going to be affected by the move of God. Either they're going to be affected or they're going to move out the way. Either way, God is going to get the glory out of my life. you got to have that mindset. And so when it comes to individuals, when you feel like you got to cut them off, no, you don't. Know that your, your good shepherd is also a good gardener. He knows how to prune. So you may be clipping people out of your life, and I use them as flowers. You know, flowers bloom. Some, people, some flowers don't, they bloom in a certain season. So all season of my, the whole year of my life, I'm thinking this person is just taking up space. They, uh, they, don't, they don't want nothing every time they call, they ask them for something, they're just taking up space. But it isn't until I'm down on my sickest bed or I'm just at my worst moment that this flower begins to bloom. They're the only one that call me. They're the only one that come by. I mean, they're there like never before. God knows who he puts in your life, and it's a reason he put them in your life. Let that flower bloom. They have a season. And if you cut them off, you're never going to get to know the season, and they're never going to get to experience God in your life. 
And the last thing we ever want to do is get in God's way. Nothing is by accident. Being introduced to somebody, meeting somebody, it's not an accident. Out of this big world, this huge world that God created, the people that he put in our life, the people that hurt us, the people that make us laugh, the people that make us cry, they all have purpose. You have purpose. So you got to understand they have purpose. Judas had purpose. His purpose assisted Jesus in his purpose. So if he had cut Judas off, he needed him for that purpose. He had a purpose, and his purpose pushed Jesus to his purpose. It was all a part of God's master plan. So don't cut people out of your life before God reveals his master plan. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. She said so many powerful things. And she said the good shepherd is a good gardener. Amen. And one thing I, I do want to add and just say, people of God, everything that we go through, you're going to always have one or multiple of the fruit of the Spirit being developed in you. Right? It, it is going to always be... Um, Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you can find yourself, you're like, man, I really can get a little bit more love, right? I can, I can acquire a little bit more patience. I can acquire mm-hmm. a, a little bit more faith. I can acquire a, a, a peace at a, at a, at a greater level, at a greater capacity, right? And, and things of that nature. But you're going to find one or multiple, a multiple of those things working in every situation and every, matter that we encounter and so either we'll find ourselves maturing right there in that place amen or finding ourselves in a state where um where we have another encounter to mature more in that place but one of those gonna uh, one or more at any given time is going to be being developed so that you can grow and mature i mean the things of god that he's called forth in our lives um dynamic people of god you know we're having a powerful conversation i'm absolutely um excited and i wanted to roll on over to the next segment but i know we need to take a break right amen (laughs) we are way past break right so however uh, but we we got to maximize. We're going to also go ahead and maximize um, the time of the journey that we're going to have um, when we come back off a break as well. So what I want you guys to go ahead and do for those who have comments, questions, amen. Um, if you want to call in and come live, you can dial 563-999-1824, even prayer requests. Amen. Again, you can dial in at 563-999. Or if you're on the inthechurch.com website, you can place your comments right there. Or if you're the speaker platform or our, or if you're on Facebook as well, you can place your comments over there um, and we'll, uh, questions or prayer requests, and we will take care of, of every matter with all diligence, um, dynamic um, people of God. But we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back in the church as we are talking about recovering and reclaiming amen um in jesus name i just believe and know it's time to recover amen um 
everything that the enemy has stolen from you in Jesus name
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God in this place. My God, if you don't know that he's a healer, my God, you need to meet him. If you don't know that he's a deliverer, you need to meet a man. Hallelujah. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he'll heal you, deliver you, set you free. Whatever problem that you have, surely he's the problem solver. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. Glory be unto to God in this place. Amen. You got to be, you got to, when you know him, amen. Hallelujah. You'll know that he is a good shepherd and he do tend to his sheep. And all you have to do, like the psalmist said, I called on the Lord and he answered. Amen. He, he, he delivered me from all of my fears. Amen. He delivered me from all of my troubles. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And so, uh, uh, when you know him, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, it's not difficult to recover. It's not difficult to recover. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, the woman of God, you know, she when she was talking earlier. Amen. And and she's been talking real good and talking some good stuff um in the church on tonight. Dynamic people of God. Um, when she was talking about how we just cut people off. And in my mindset, I begin to, you know, go to a, a place how, you know, you guys remember how, you know, for those who cut you off, who said you would never amount to anything, who just assumed that you would never be anybody. And, you know, they just wrote you off, my God. But they just didn't know because they just didn't have the mind of Christ that God wrote you in, that God wrote you in his plan. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, um, some of us are in a place of disaster or calamity because of how people have wrote us off when we was rejected by mother or uh, by father or you were rejected by, you know, a spouse or someone who you desired to be a spouse and you thought they were just going to be around forever and things of that nature or somebody that you trusted in and, 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 and you thought they was going to do good by you and, and, and they broke that trust and they used and abused you and, and all these other things and they just threw you off and, and many of us are in places and states in our lives um, where we are walking around um, shattered in so many different places heartbroken in states of confusion in a place amen where our mind needs to be recovered our heart needs to be recovered um, hallelujah that our total being just need to be recovered because uh, uh, we are uh, broken we, we're walking around and moving around in a place of, of brokenness and trying to mask everything but it seeps out in some form shape or fashion because as she talked earlier hurt people hurt people and yeah we don't mean to do it um consciously wise but subconsciously because of you know um you know that skate that 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 uh that 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 scab that we have over the womb every now and then it it'll puss up and and things begin to leak out and and my god hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god and and it become a little infections and and and, and we will strike out at somebody amen Glory to God, and they get to feel the brunt of our pain, our hurt, our shame and disappointment, and it didn't have nothing to do with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. we we gotta recover. It's it's time 
to recover people of God. And amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to give it back over to this woman of God as I was thinking about Joseph and um, amen and how she talked about, you know, things happening in our lives. Amen. Um, for a reason, but at the end of the day is is working for our good. I began to think about Joseph who had this dream and and in a split second it appeared that the dream that he had to be a leader as if it was just taken away from him. I'm sure when he was in the pit, you know, a moment could have came by where, amen, um, I, I'm in a pit. What happened to me being leader in? I, and even when he went to prison, when he, I mean, when he was sold into slavery, amen, glory to God, it just didn't look like a leadership moment. But even right there, right there, right there, God kept his promise to Joseph because he still allowed him to rise up to the top. And even after being lied on and and my God, and, and having to go into prison, and oh my God, and it just didn't look like um, the, the leader that God called that he seen in his dream where the stars and the moons was just bowing down unto him. It just didn't look like that right there in the prison, but the, the prison, amen, each step, the pit, the slavery, amen, the pit and potters, then being over slavery into potter for how, and right now in the prison, it began, it was a divine setup so that he can be positioned into the palace because in the prison, he was able to meet the cupbearer. He was able to meet, amen, the baker. He was able to meet those who had access to the king, who one day the king would have a dream and they would, and, and, and amen, the cupbearer would remember him, amen, and say, oh, you know, that was, a man in prison who told me about my dream and who now would remember his name and my God and will bring it before Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he will call on Joseph out of the prison. And then that was his moment of recovery. That was the moment of him reclaiming his dream for the word that God had uh, had placed on the inside of him for it to manifest in his very life. Amen. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God. So, woman, well, God, I just we just you know just talking about this thing because it, it's time to recover. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. You talked about or you you, you mentioned you. Amen. You said learn to process your pain. And get through mm -hmm. the moment. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's talk about that woman of God. Amen. Learn to process the pain and get through the moment. You can't make, as I said before, you, you can't make a decision. You can't make a healthy uh, judgment call or any decisions for that matter in the moment. In the moment of your feelings, in the moment of your emotions, in the moment of your despair, and in the moment of your pain. You, you, you can't. And so process from the moment, understand that our God sits high and sees them, understanding that he make it for us to win, that he, he understands where we're at, even though where we're at may have caught us off guard, caught us by surprise. Nothing catches God by surprise in our lives. And so processing it means dealing with it with God in a healthy way, understanding that I can't deal with my husband the way that I would want me to as a wife in this place, in this moment, in this moment of anger, in this moment of frustration. Our anger 
in the Bible lets us know that we don't produce the righteousness that God looks for in our anger. We just don't. It's not possible. And so we have to process the moment. We have to process it and get through it so we're able to do so. So we're able to move forward. So we're able to hear God. It's very hard to hear God in when you're mad. You can't understand that he's, he's telling you to do. It's hard to do so when you're angry or when you're upset. And so you have to process the moment. And that goes into asking God for that wisdom because we understand that God knows exactly what's best for us. He says that his will is what's best for our lives. And so a lot of things in our life, a lot of characteristics that God has a place within us, they need activation. They need activation. And some things don't get activated until you're angry enough. Women don't leave an abusive relationship or a, a something that God never walked them into, they need to walk themselves out of, they won't do it unless they're mad enough. You won't do it unless you didn't cry the last year. You, you won't. Some things in your life need activation. And so God knows exactly what we need to activate that. Some anger activated some things in me as a woman of God, and it helped me to be a bolder woman from God. Some things, some pain and some situations and some people what they did, what they said, it was really my blessing. It activated some things in me. Like she said with Joseph, it activated some things within him. The dream, it activated some things within him so he could move forward. His brothers selling him off into slavery, some things were activated in Joseph because he wouldn't have left on his own. He loved his brothers in spite of. He loved his dad in spite of. He loved Jacob. So he was not going to walk off. No, some things had to be activated. You needed to go off. You needed to be in this place so I could move you to this place. I need you in this place so you could be moved to this place. And for it all to be at the end, what you meant for my bad, turned out to be for my good. Now let me just process this moment so I can get on through, get through this moment and understand that God knows what's best for me. He sees things that I can't see. Is this thing catching by surprise? Having that conversation with God, like not just having it internally with yourself, having it with God to understand that, no, I, I can't even produce that. I can't produce that that you need me to produce in my anger. I can't do it. And so I think a lot of times it's just for, it's for it to activate. It's for it to be activated in my life. So I can move forward, so I can show God's glory and take it to the next step. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. I can't function in my own will. I can't function out of my own emotions because my feelings and emotions are fickle. I'm going to always feel like doing something and not feel like doing something. I'm going to always have a feeling I'm going to want to do it. I'm not going to. I ain't going to feel like it. And so I can't operate in how I feel. I have to be able to operate in what God is saying. Now, God wants me to do this. This is the last thing he told me to do, regardless of who acted up, who showed out. So let me be obedient to God, because when I'm obedient to God, then his favor is going to reign over my life. Let me remain in position. Let me, you know, let me be able to move forward. And like I said, that happens when we go 
through God. So he's able to do that. Remembering who God is in my life helps me to understand who I am in God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I love it. She said you have to be you activated. She said something in our lives come to activate us in purpose. I, I absolutely um, love that woman. God said sometimes you just got to get mad enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, so that you can rise up and, and, and be set free. You can rise up and, and, and become delivered. Why? Because he said, look, I've given you the power right. to tread upon, upon serpents. Why, why are you allowing them to, um, to, to bound you? When, when you have the power to tread upon them, you know, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. So, amen, it says sometimes you just got to get mad enough, you know, when you get mad and we get angry and things of that nature, amen, um, glory to God, can't nothing hold you down, can't nothing bound you. And, and I love it because she said sometimes, she said Joseph would have never left. Mm -hmm. So we got to understand people are strategic God strategically place people in our lives amen um for a reason for a reason and that reason is so that we can propel in the destiny in which he has called forth in our lives um dynamic people of God and so you know when when we're cutting off people just consider cutting off your destiny mm -hmm. considering cutting that off you know, even as she was talking about, you know, Christ, Christ, Christ knew that um, Judas was going to betray him. You know, do, do you have the wisdom in discernment? Amen. Mm -hmm. To know that this is my betrayer, but I still got to keep them around till they do what it is that they have to do until they portray me. Amen. Because that portrayal just pushed. Amen. Um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, it led him to the cross. It was what was needed so that he can complete, amen, the work that he came down here to do. And so things happen in our lives so that we can complete the work that God has called for for us to do. When Joseph met his brothers, amen, after he became second in command over Egypt. He told them just simply, plainly, with boldness. You didn't mm -hmm. send me here. God did. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that lives can be saved. So that I can save your life, your mm -hmm. children's life, your livestock. I God sent me ahead of you just so I can save you and everything that you own. How powerful is that, man? <laughs> How powerful is that? And so God has sent us in some places so that lives can be saved. We wasn't, Amen. I mean, these things, these occurrences that are happening in our lives, they, they were not, you know, we get depressed. No, God said, I don't want you to be depressed. I want you to get developed. I want you to be developed. 
Amen. I, I want you to grow. I wanted you to mature in this thing. I, I didn't, you went, you didn't go through this to be broken. It was to bless you. Amen. But you got to see the blessing. We got to stop looking at things as in a glass, as a glass as being half empty. We got to know, amen, that is half. <laughs> we got to know that it is half full. Amen. amen. In the name of Jesus. And, and what's in that portion? And what's in that portion is good. It's, it's all good. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Knowing that God has a, has a plan. Right? We love Jeremiah 29 and 11. God has a plan. Right? A plan for you to prosper and not to be harmed. It may not feel good. The process may not feel good. But he said, look, you're going to go through the fire. But you will mm. not be burned. And so it's hot in the fire. Oh, it's real hot in the fire. <laughs> it yes, don't it feel is. comfortable. The heat don't feel comfortable, but it's not supposed to feel comfortable. Amen. Glory to God. Because even while we're in the, the heat, guess what? You know, we're in that heated place so we can come out as pure gold. So everything that's not like him while we're in the heat of the matter amen that, that those things are burning off amen those things are being crucified I, I, our flesh right there in the fire hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god while we're right there in the fire people of god hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god amen we're supposed to be dying into our flesh so that we may amen arise in our spirit so that people will see him in us. Amen. He, they can see him in us. And amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and, and when we can come to that place, look, Jesus said, look, I laid down my life. You, you yes. didn't take my life. I, I laid it down. Hallelujah. Thank you, yes. Jesus. Glory to God. I laid this thing down. So are you willing to lay it down? Amen. Glory to God. Because when you can lay it down, um, people of God, lay our life down and humble ourselves before the hand of God. Then we can recover our identities. We can recover who we are in Christ Jesus so that we will no longer be walking around in these facades or walking around with these masks on. Living in uh, these fake lives, fake and phony lives and these false identities. But we wrapped in hurt, pain, lies, deception and all type of confusion. Amen. But when we want to gain we want to walk in the power and authority and dominion that God has given unto us. We want to fulfill purpose and proclaim the promises of God for our lives. Amen. We got to recover, but we can never, we'll never be able to recover in a lie. You say, you're going to know the truth and the truth going to set you free. And so that truth that we know we got to yield, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you're going to know the truth. That truth that they're talking about right there is the Holy Spirit. And so you got to yield to him. Why? Because he's going to lead and guide you in all truths. Mm -hmm. So that you can walk in the truth and in the power of God's word. 
And when you walk in truth, you can't fail. When you walk in truth, you're successful. When you walk in truth, you're prosperous. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. People of God, I do want to open up the line. Amen. For God's people on tonight. If you have any questions or comments or, you know, even a prayer request. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, for tonight, the line is open. Just state your name, um, where it, where you're from, amen, and give your question, your comment, or your prayer request on tonight. We are reclaiming and recovering, amen. In Jesus' name, the line is open, people of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So while we are waiting, amen, um, amen, on God's people, woman of God, what I would like for you to do, go ahead and and give out your information so that people can contact you, Prophetess um, Bergs. Can you go ahead and give them your information, your social media platform information your website however you would like for people to be able to connect with your dynamic woman of god glory to god uh again my name is misha burke um on facebook i'm known as misha nicholas uh you can always hit me up there i do have messenger um i'm also on instagram and twitter as misha nicholas twitter is misha nicholas one um and my uh email of course uh, is I use impacted hearts. My email, of course, is impactedhearts at gmail.com. Um, so I'm always on social media every day. So feel free to always contact me there. Again, if you all, if you need a word of prayer or ministering, I'm always available day and night uh, through social media and uh, Gmail. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Connect with the woman of God. Amen. On our social media platforms, amen, and by and via email, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God, amen. If you're on the, if you've dialed in, amen, um, glory to God, and you have a, a question coming or a prayer request, you can definitely come forward, amen, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Dynamic woman of God, is there any last-minute comments that you would like to um, leave with the listeners on tonight? Amen. Amen. I'm so honored to be here tonight. I'm honored uh, to you, woman of God, for this awesome, awesome broadcast. Thank you so much, and thank you to all your viewers and listeners. Uh, just understand that Sometimes your pain is going to prevail you, like she said, into your greatness. Your pain is meant to push you into your greatness. And after you have reversed, then begin to start reclaiming because you are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. God makes for you to win. He wants to order your steps. As you make the plans, it is he who uh, makes your steps and orders your steps. So God wants you to be great. He just needs to activate some things within you, and that's exactly what 
pain in people do. It activates things within you, not break you. So be encouraged uh, in God, glory to God, be encouraged through the word of God and just draw closer to him so he can start to uh, bring on that deliverance and start revealing some things to you through what you have already been through. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and I want to leave you with these um, last uh, remarks. I name it, people of God. There is purpose in your pain. There is purpose Amen. in your pain. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. Um, e- e- every every pain um, that you have been through. Amen. It has definitely been on purpose. Every second of your life has been a moment to push you and propel you in your destiny to to push you into purpose into the very thing that god has created you to be from the womb of your mother amen um in the name of jesus the very thought of god for your very life god knows what it is that we're gonna have to go through so that we can amen be everything that he called for for us to be know that you have been you have been conditioned for the position that's why you are qualified to do what it is that he's called for you you've been qualified anointed a day and appointed to, to do the very thing that god has called forth in your life why because every step everything that you've been through every disappointment every letdown amen um word of god every every place of anger, every place of hurt, your joy, amen, um, your places of peace and things of that nature, everything in life have been shaping you to become, to become. Amen. Are you ready to be in a place to, to be the very person that God has called forth in you? I love it. I always uh, love to quote prophet Isaiah. You know, he was, um, he, he said the word, listen, you islands. Amen. God called me from the womb of my mother. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I don't know what islands, amen, that that are that are speaking and that are whispering and that, you know, that are trying to hold you or trap you in a in a place that that God ain't called you, that God ain't appointed you, that God ain't anointed you, amen, um, glory to God to be. And I don't know what are those things that are holding you back or keeping you bound or keeping you in a state of confusion from being who who God has called for for you to be. And he said, you didn't choose him, he chose you so that you can bear much fruit. And so you got to begin to speak into your destiny. You got to begin to open up your eyes so that you can see who God has called for for you to be. You got to ask God, open up my eyes so that I can see. He gives sight to the blind. You got to ask him to open up my ears, Lord, so I can hear because surely he calls the deaf to hear. And even the things that have died in you, you know, old dreams. My God. Those dreams of old, visions of old that you feel that you're in a place I I can't fulfill because of the impact or the the wounds of life that you have acquired. This is, we serve a God that resurrects the dead. Amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And if you would trust him enough, 
He'll resurrect his word in your life. In the name of Jesus. He will resurrect his word in your life. And he'll cause it to come forth. But you got to trust him. The word tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart. And do not lean on our own understanding. And always acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. Are you ready to recover? Trust in him. Are you ready to reclaim your things? Trust him. Amen. Glory to God. And allow him to lead you and guide you to your place of destiny. Amen. In Jesus' name, I thank you all for being in the church with us on tonight. It has surely been an honor and a privilege to hang out with each and every last one of you. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. I do want to make sure that I do shout out our first, our top five countries on tonight. I I, I almost forgot about you, but I know I can't. Amen. I I know I can't. I know I can't. I want to make sure that I show you guys some love on tonight because you guys surely love on us. Amen. Um, In the majestic name of Jesus. So our top five for tonight is as following. Amen. We have coming in number one, uh, the U.S. Amen. Then we have France at number two, Brazil at number three, Mexico at number five. My God, India at number six. Amen. I'm sorry, India. I'm sorry, Mexico for India five. Amen. In Jesus name, we bless each and every last one of you for hanging out in the church with us from all around the world. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, we're definitely looking forward to seeing you next week in the church, in the majestic name of Jesus. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. As we have had a phenomenal time, we look forward to greeting you in the church next week. But until then, let us connect on our social media platform. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at In the Church. Also on Twitter at In the Church Live. We look forward to continuing our conversation with you. You can also go to our website at www.inthechurch.com to re-listen to this program in addition to email your thoughts, your comments, and any show topic requests. So we look forward to connecting with you, dynamic people of God. As always, Let us continue to follow the word of truth so that we will be set free. Until next time, people of God, we look forward, amen, to meeting you in the church. Let us go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened 
in the church. Amen, amen, and amen.